And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. There's this thing on. One, two, Mike Pacheco, one, two. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a point of contention. I also like to apologize for burning down our house when I was seven years old. (laughs) Oh, man. I, I I don't remember ever apologizing for that, but... Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Happy winter. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoyt's producing. Coming up on the show, Lakers caper, trade deadline closing in, the Kyrie Experience Splash Bros Circus 2022, and the big surprise in this corner. Let's get to our contestants from the softest streets of Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book, the Jalen Brown out. How many Brad Zarens does it take to screw in a light bulb? It's Jay, the kid, the god on Peloton King. Jay, work with me here. I think you can sense a theme of the questions lately as Jade has been binging the wire. You're walking down the road. You come to a fork in the road to your left. Avon Barksdale Lane to your right. Okay. Stringer Bell Way. Ooh, which way do you go? You you just keep going straight. You you you, <laughs> you don't go either way. Because you you need to mix both of them. You know yeah. you need you need all their traits mixed in one person. That's not going to get jealous, envious of each other. That's not going to steer astray when things go wrong. I, so yeah, I'm going I'm going toward Marlowe Lane. No, that's the most dangerous one, Marlo Lane. No, Marlo Lane. You clearly there. haven't gotten to the end of the show yet, huh? Oh my God! Oh, I've seen. I've seen it all. What's my name? How do you? How do you side with Marlo? I guess out of fear, maybe. All right, and in this corner, Marlo's that. First of all, Marlo's the coldest dude on in that show. Like he, Marlo Lane is in death. It ends in death. Yeah, you die. Yeah, it's a literal dead end. Like that's, that's just how that's it works. Fine. You live as a king for a little while, and then oh man, you live as a pawn under him. That Marlon Landis, I don't know, man. All right, in this quarter, Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors, and the brand new book on sale now makes a fantastic Valentine's Day gift for your loved one. Dynasties, the 10 GOAT teams that changed yes, the NBA forever, the one and only Marcus Thompson. Also a great President's Day gift. Marcus, the Wire Reboot 2022, the road doth split for you too. Which way do you choose? Cedric Daniels Boulevard or James McNulty Lane? Those are my Ooh. options. I can't get... Hey. I can't get nah, Idris I Elba. I just read Avenue. Just, I just read the script. I don't write it. That is wild. First I'm off, Ron Burgundy. Uh, so who who was it? I, as soon as you said uh, Cedric Daniels uh, Cedric. Boulevard and James McNulty Lane. I'm, I'm going down Carver Court. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I just this is not even. Can I get? Can I at least get down Wendell Pierce Boulevard? Like, can, like. Oh, 
I mean, I'm going Cedric Daniels, right? He at least ends up with, you know, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Daniel stood on principle. Where, where's my Where's my uh, Lester Freeman uh, alley or something like? Well, at least it's not like you, you love Lester right? Freeman, man. Oh, Lester Freeman's the best, man. You just want to be making your little figurines. Bubbles Boulevard. You want to be Bubbles Boulevard? The reason it has to be. I was, I was Bubbles last the way, time. Man. The reason it has to be McNulty <laughs> versus Cedric there because there's that great point in season three where. Cedric says, when we're done with this wire, you're done with this unit. Remember that? <laughs> I did it because it had to be done. Just like it had to be done two years ago when we were first detailed. Stringer was the target then, he's still the target now. Lieutenant, you know, as bosses go, you're better than most. And I know you went out of your way to get me off that boat. I know that, but I we're back on the right man. Detective McNulty. When the cuffs go on Stringer, you need to find a new home. But then it yeah. all turns back by the end. They, mm-hmm. It's a great, it's a great little yeah. parallel highway there. I miss that show. I, I might have to go back and rewatch. All right. That satisfies the banter part of the script. Point of the script right there. All right, Jade, start the clock. Take one. A Lakers caper. Get this guy out of here. I think Frank Costanza said that once. Ano inawa shiyo, which means this guy, this is not my kind of guy. And from one Frank to another, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel is now sitting on that proverbial coach's hot seat. Who saw this coming? That's right, folks. Los Angeles Lakers coach Frank Vogel's job is in quote serious jeopardy unquote with the team seventh in the Western Conference through 44 games. Sources told The Athletic the symmetry of it all. Plus, you see that goddamn Russell Westbrook dunk? Jay, play the tape. Russ, throw it down. Throw it down, Russ. Down the middle he goes. And then he gets a technical for taunting. But, I mean, he looked back at Rudy Gobert. <laughs> How's this for a gun to the head, guys? According to reports, Vogel is being evaluated on a game-to-game basis and is at risk of being fired if progress doesn't continue. Jade played that tape. Go ahead. Make my day. Sam Quinn of CBS said it's been a struggle for Vogel. He is attempting to coach a team that he doesn't exactly have. Ah, the Lakers. Everyone's favorite dysfunctional family. Stepbrothers Braun and Anthony Davis wandering through a season with half a team and a Russell Westbrook in tow. Marcus... We've all been waiting for this, and it's finally happening. Who's to blame? Who gets the blame game win here? Is it Jeannie Buss? Is it the front office? Hired gun Frank Vogel? Magic Johnson back on Twitter somehow involved? Kurt Rambis? Rob Palenka? Who knows? What do you think the next Lakers move is? It's going to be the coach. It's going to be getting a new coach. Gotta be, because yeah. that's, it's got to be. We've seen this movie before. Like, we know what it is. You know, it would be, you know, it'd be epic poetic justice, right? They should go hire David Black. Like, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> go get, <laughs> go, sure, LeBron right? Be like, fired but, but at some point, I'm, it's, it, it's got to go to the top, right? They, for good reasons, handed their franchise over to LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. And it got them a title in the bubble. Sure but did. this is also what it got them, wow. right? In the bubble qualifier. Like, I mean, snuck that one in there, yeah. 
That was that Snuck was a little asterisk in, yeah. there. Now it was it. I mean, they got, they won a title, but now this is the other part of it. Like whoever signed off on that move to not get Buddy healed in the pieces and literally put together a team is to blame, right? And mm-hmm. you could you could say that's LeBron, but it's whoever said we're gonna do what LeBron says on every move. It's, to me, that's the that's the culprit, and that that's higher than LeBron. Right, like this is the Lakers. This is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right, this wasn't like some franchise where it's like, "Yo, we're nothing without LeBron." If anybody had the authority to say, "We we appreciate you, Brian. We respect you, but we believe in this. Like, we're going to operate based on what we see, how to put a team together, and we're going to do it." They'd be in a better right. situation. And now they're uh, they're just praying what they saw from Stanley Johnson is real, right? Like now the the whole thing comes down to can Stanley Johnson carry <laughs> carry the team, <laughs> which like he was incredible against the Jazz, <laughs> right? But it was like this is what we're, this is where they are. It's just, Stanley Johnson catching I, strays here. Come and on, it's because man. they turned down a trade that would have made the team better. So I don't know. Right. They're gonna fire the coach. That's gonna be the quick fix, right? Uh, maybe they make a, a small move during the deadline. But they're not going to get much for a team that just lost by 40 to Denver, right? So these parts aren't exactly at the highest value right now. So the answer is to fire the coach and then hopefully Anthony Davis come back. LeBron's playing amazing. You salvage something out of it. But if he wasn't fired after they lost by 40 to Denver, I don't know what's going to do the trick. (laughs) Yeah, Jay, was was it Mike Brown who showed up? After he got fired at like Chick Fil A and was just happy as hell, yeah, because he's getting five get, million a year. Yeah, exactly. Like Mike, deal with it was by the Lakers. Mike Brown was, was like, getting paid by like three different organizations at one point, and he was happy as hell. Yeah. Frank Vogel is going to show up at Chick Fil A, and he is going to have the biggest smile on his face. He's not going to have to think about trying to fit LeBron James and Russell Westbrook together. He's not going to worry have to worry about trying to make a defense when Carmelo Anthony and Malik Monk and Russell Westbrook are three of your rotation players. He's not going to have to worry about Anthony Davis, who just hasn't been as good even when healthy as he was two years ago. Frank Vogel is going to be the happiest man in the world the second they fire him. He's walking away with all his money. None of their problems are on him, zero of them. And you you think back to how badly they botched this offseason. DeMar DeRozan has said he thought going to the Lakers was a done deal. Imagine how much different the Lakers would look with DeMar DeRozan. Imagine how much different they would look if they had just kept Alex Caruso, which was an absolute no-brainer for anyone else. Imagine what they would have been like if they hadn't sacrificed not just the money, but also most of their supporting cast to go get Russell Westbrook, who doesn't even fit well with their two best players. So... They have botched that roster as badly as they could have, basically. LeBron James being as good as he is is the only thing keeping them from being an absolute you know, And even then, they're a, they're a losing team with him on the what, court. What's the crazy, way. though? Like, that's the crazy thing, yeah. Remember when Vogel was hired? And he's been great, remember too. When Vogel, he's been great offensively. Remember yeah, when fair. Vogel was hired? He was like co-coach. And then the other guy's like out already. <laughs> like this would yeah. be the time Jason where it's Kidd like, gone. yo, kid, yeah. yo, step in. Kid's like, yo, I'm out. I got Luca. And hey, I got by the way, problems. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd's got the Mavericks as a top five. Yes, defense. he's got. It's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. So they're, even meanwhile, their original plan is shot. 
Meanwhile, Frank Vogel's like, hey, we got to put Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, and, you know, whatever's the ghost of DeAndre Jordan on the floor and piece together a defense. It's not going to happen. LeBron's playing like, LeBron's playing help defense like Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota. Because like, he's, he's got to like, carry it's, the it's offense. Bad. That's why. He's got to, like, I mean, carry it. He shouldn't have. By the way, their offense sucks, too. They're 23rd in mm. offense. Like, there's, none of it's working. None of it's working. But none of it was ever but going man, to work. Did you see like, how it was? Not this, roster no, not this bad. Not it's, this bad, man. It, it should not it's be not Vogel, though. 500. No, I agree. It's not, it's not just, Vogel, it's but they're going to fire him, and it's going to – and you can't coach game to game. It can't be a game to game thing. You either have him as a coach or you don't. Fire him or don't. How can you have it be game to game? Yeah. Like, oh, if, if if we lose to the Kings, That's then, re- then this guy's ridiculous. not our guy. But if we beat the Kings oh by 17, God. it might be an extension time. It's ridiculous. I just, right. I just think it's wild that at any point, like, you've gotten to the point where this is a championship organization, and they're like – Please, Malik Monk, save us! Like, yeah. <laughs> please. It's like, are I you mean, kidding Cal- me? Like, <laughs> Calipari didn't even He's ask him to do that. To try saving him too. <laughs> All right, maybe they'll make the play-in tournament. Speaking of, take two. As the play-in tournament killed the trade deadline on Tuesday's Tampering Podcast, right here on the Athletic NBA Show, Fred Katz posed that very question, Jade. Play the tape of, Don't of walk spicing it back. up our slack. This is Dude, our rant. I didn't text. walk it back. I, yeah. I'm not walking it back. I didn't even say it. Slater proclaimed it on my behalf. I, I, uh, you know what? Screw it. The plane is ruining the trade. <laughs> it Bing is. Bong. It's. <laughs> Look, what are the it, Knicks going to do? There Fred? are so many buyers now. And Sam, I know, I know this is your pet peeve, just putting teams cleanly in buyer or sellers and with no in between. But there are so many buyers now because of teams like the Kings who are, who are, are sitting at whatever they are, 16 and 27. I don't know. Josh Primo was like in 10th grade when I went into quarantine. So I don't know where anybody is. Fred said there are simply too many teams in the mix now for the playoffs and not enough sellers. It's simple math. That said, excitement still prevails with Ben Simmons still waiting in the wings. The Jazz have reportedly been poking around the market of wing defenders. I don't know. Maybe the Wizards and Bradley Beal decide something. De'Aaron Fox is being shopped around like crazy. Might be part of a Ben Simmons deal. Might be part of a DeMontis Sabonis deal for all we know. There's so much speculation, so much innuendo. That's the way we like it here on Point of Contention. Jay, as we move closer to February 10th, the deadline to make trades, who do you think will be the big domino to fall? Ben Simmons has to be the big domino to fall. I think there's pressure on them to move him right away because Joel Embiid is in his prime. Joel Embiid has been amazing. Joel Embiid needs more help. Yeah. And... It's hard to justify to Joel Embiid. It's hard to justify to Doc Rivers having an all-star type sitting at home doing nothing. So Daryl Morey is going to talk a big game about how he doesn't need to do it right away. Um, but I, I think they have to move Ben Simmons, and I think that's going to really start so, a domino effect where other teams get what, involved in trades. What do you too. think that is? Do you think that's like Ben Simmons to Atlanta for John Collins? Is it like Ben Simmons to Sacramento for like a Buddy Heald, Deer and Fox deal? Like, what do you think that looks like? It could be anything like that. Pascal Siakam is another name that I, I kind of like for, for both teams just to switch things up a little bit. Um, it won't be like a super duper star, yeah. but somebody who will make a big difference in Philadelphia. Like they're good. They, yeah. They're good, they, yeah, they, and they've been good lately. And Joel Embiid's been amazing lately. I just want to, I just want to let the our listeners in Toronto know that was Jay King advocating for Ben Simmons being traded for Pascal Siakam, not Zach Harper, and not Marcus. Thompson. Do you think they'll be mad at me or happy with me? For no, that? they'll be so mad at you for that. They don't want Ben Simmons. 
They love Pascal Siakam. He gave himself that stupid nickname. That I will say Toronto fans. All right, Marcus, <laughs> what do you think happens? Do you think we have an active trade deadline or do you think that uh, that this play-in tournament is is killing it? Because I, I agree with Fred. Um, I was saying this last year, like the, the play-in tournament really complicates things for the trade deadline. Marcus, you're muted. You're still muted. <laughs> leave all this in, Jay. You gotta leave all this in. This is spectacular. Marcus, <laughs> what's happening? Just unmute yourself. I can't. It's the bottom I'm left trying. corner. Is your microphone muted? <laughs> what's happening? Remember last yeah, week come back he texted in. us his wife was in oh trouble. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, that's when really it was, it was his Wi-Fi. Five. Something's happened with my wife. Sorry, my Watching wife. the clock. Yeah, go get your, go get your perfectly healthy wife to, <laughs> to, to help you with that. Oh, he's totally frozen. Pause the clock. His mouse died. You, you ever get this where your mouse can't you click you even hear us? Can you kick him out? <laughs> oh, he's frozen. Oh. Wait. Oh, he's <laughs> How do you do it? Um, get out, get back. Don't, whatever you do, don't turn Bluetooth off. This is amazing. It's going to be every week. Of incompetence. I use my spare. I use my spare mouse when I, this happens. Oh, is that? Uh, so, oh, it is the. Try to try to click. Don't fuck with the mouse. Can you click in another app, or is it ever? Oh, there it is. He looks so frustrated. <laughs> Tell you what, McNulty and Lieutenant Daniels would have been able to figure this shit out. Yo, this it was like McNulty. literally frozen. It wouldn't oh, do anything. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's back. The Bluetooth ghost. Marcus. Yo, that was so frustrating. <laughs> like, was... <laughs> Jade, leave all this in. Marcus. Do you expect this to be an active trade deadline, or do you think the playing tournament has killed this? I'm frazzled by my mouse pad, freezing. I'm like I'm sitting here, like I, I'm literally behind the glass, like I hear you, but I can't do anything. I, I actually agree. This is like basic supply and demand, right? Like there's more yeah. buyers than there are sellers. But I do think Ben Simmons is a chip that might change some things. Where Ben Simmons mm. goes has the potential to shift the market enough to where other teams feel like, all right, like maybe we don't have the chance, right? Like if Ben Simmons ends up in Memphis, now it's like, uh, (laughs) they're already a three seed and he kind of fits how they play. That's like, okay, maybe maybe, there's some teams like maybe we are done, right? Like (laughs) maybe, maybe we need to catch it in, but it's, it's, it's simple economics, right? There's just, there are so many teams that feel like they're ready to buy that the price is too high on the players who are available. Like that's where we are. And I, I'm, right. I'm okay with it, to be honest. It still creates a, a longer regular season. It still puts some, some juice towards the end and trade deadlines are a bunch of speculation and Twitter talk anyway. Like, is, is it that right. great? Actually is, is a, a hype trade deadline actually that fun? It may, maybe for Jay King, who gets information fed to him on a regular basis, but for those of us who have to fight for every morsel of info, we don't like it anyway. Well, here's the thing: for someone who uh, 
does a lot of like trade reactions on the deadline. Someone wants the trade deadline to still be a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you like to, yo to make sure on, to make sure <laughs> make sure we still got some need for that trade <laughs> deadline content. Uh, I really don't. I really don't think that the playing tournament changes anything. Like if if you're Portland, you're in tenth place right but here's now. The thing, Jay, you're you're not making decisions based on whether you're gonna get a road play in tournament game. The Pelicans no, the your Pelicans are two is, and a half games out of the tenth spot. The Pelicans that, are in the mix. That's not gonna make them go all in to make but the play in tournament like playoffs. Trading off guys, trade right? BI, it might, yeah. 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 Uh, I think if if you are in tenth, eleventh, twelfth place, whatever, and your goal is let's get into the play in tournament, then you are so backwards to begin with. You are but, but just they're in that totally Sacramento screwed. Kings are a backwards. But they're in this position because they're backwards. That's why you're that's why you're twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna all of a sudden be this perfectly <laughs> run. I, I I guess that is true. Like the Knicks are sitting there in eleventh and and I'm sitting and I'm saying, like, yeah, the Knicks need to be a competent organization. Yeah. Not really, treat but the this problem is the price is the, the, the problem is the price. It's not that players are moving. It's now if you're if you got if you got bi right and teams want them, you're like, man, look, we're we could take the Lakers down and that a playoff series would be great, right? Like that would be great for us. Why would I sell him? Or, or if I'm gonna sell him now, the price is high. I, I think that's where it's getting weird. Like even. Even uh, Ben, right? Like the price is still insane. It's still too high. So uh, we're we're so, yeah. this is but this ain't nothing but the Bay Area. That's all. The NBA, the trade deadline is now the Bay, where everybody's having to overbid for for mid talent. Like seriously, if the Warriors wanted to trade Andrew Wiggins right now, they don't. They wouldn't. But that dude would be have insane value right now because there are five six teams who could use the Andrew Wiggins. To me, that's what. It does. Like, I bet you Harrison Barnes would have value right now. Like, there's a lot of players who would be good. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Is this is this poetic justice? Is this we, we've is got this more po- Zoom is, is Zach Harper is who just on? killed me for my fading trackpad? Is he now out of the mix? Hey, Zach, how you doing? I'm the Zach, only one. Are you there? The only one immune. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The, uh, I actually think this is set up to be an active trade deadline. There are so many teams in, in need of a shakeup. You look at the Eastern Conference, you've got the Celtics know that they need to change up their supporting cast at least. The Hawks, Travis Schlank has come out and said he's an idiot for bringing back everybody, basically. That's so, amazing. That's my favorite soundbite of the so season. So you know he's going to come out and, and be on the lookout for moves. You've got the Lakers, who God knows they need to try to do something, maybe even move Westbrook. You've got the Kings, who are sitting there with too many guards and – 
a roster that's not good enough. You've got just a whole bunch of teams, I think, that are. And then you've got Ben Simmons. You've got Damian Lillard. You've got CJ McCollum, all these guys. So I think this is going to be an active trade deadline. I think there's a chance a lot of guys get moved. Cleveland, they've got Sexton and Ricky Rubio as as salary to to look for upgrades. So man, I, I want I want Buddy Heald to end up in Cleveland so bad. I think that would be such a great pickup for them. That would be that would be yeah yeah because all I'm saying is the Kings are like two games out of the nine seed and exactly this is the See? year this it's is the year. Up. See, you <laughs> tell me the, the year. Yeah, the Kings should be feeling like no, we're out. No, man, we got a shot, man. Kings are looking like, man, the Timberwolves are the seventh seed. We can catch them. Uh, Five games back, How about this first segue, guys? Kings feel like they have a shot. You know who hasn't gotten a shot? Take three, the Kyrie Irving experiment experience. (laughs) (laughs) At the time of this recording, it has been exactly two weeks since Kyrie Irving made his part-time debut for the Nets. He has played in four of the Nets games since then and has shown little to no rust after missing the first 41 games. For those not up to speed, let me break it down for you. Kyrie is ineligible to play at home because of a New York City vaccine mandate. But things changed earlier this week when Kevin Durant went down with a knee injury. He'll be out four to six weeks as that uh, knee sprain heals. As a result, Irving was pressed in a post-game interview about his vaccination status Jade, play that tape. What I'm what I'm trying to better articulate is that I'm not bringing science into the basketball game. You know what I mean? I'm not bringing what's going like everyone's feeling what's going on in the real world. I'm walking around as an unvaccinated person, uh, sort of saying I've already been separated into another group of a, of a community. I'm just saying to everybody, I'm human. I have decisions to make. I have a family to t- take care of. There are things that are just as important. Um, to me as being great at a game of basketball or, you know, leaving a legacy. So I think to answer your question is, it's just the reality of where the world is, is in the present state. You know, you see that there are more boosters and there are people getting fired for being unvaccinated. We're all dealing with it. We're all feeling it. My, my message has always been, I respect what everyone else is doing with their bodies. I respect what everyone else is doing uh, in terms of their livelihoods. And I'm here to support um, but what's going on with me is I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time. That's it. Nothing's guaranteed in this in this world right now. All that aside, we've only gotten to see the Nets' big three, Durant, Harden, Kyrie, play together in 16 games out of a possible 114. We did get to see it briefly last week when the Nets routed the East-leading Bulls, making them 13-3 and three when all three are in the lineup together. Marcus, Vegas has this Nets team as the team winning it all. Seeing how Kyrie is playing now and assuming health falls their way, is there any way this team doesn't take the title in June? And your thoughts on what we've seen from Kyrie so far? Yeah, I think there's a way, but I do like their chances. I feel like Milwaukee is a sleeping giant. (laughs) Like that team is pretty good. They're not even playing with Drew right now. Like, And they've got a championship swagger, right? They've got this, all right, we'll we'll take you down. Um, Giannis, Giannis made 17 straight free throws, yo. 
it's it's getting wild in Milwaukee and nobody's paying attention. And I think that's good for them. They they don't like it. Everybody presumes yeah, they KD still have had the, a 17. They have a championship and a chip on their shoulder because yeah, the Nets are still yeah. the favorites. They right? love yeah. to play the they love to play the card of like no one pays attention. They to love us, it. They don't it want, works they don't for them. Want people, yeah, they don't want <laughs> they people don't want it. Nah, they don't want, yeah, they want the you to, to say they want people to keep saying they were a 17 size shoe from being yeah, like they want you to keep saying that, right? Bobby Flores is playing out of his mind. So I do think yeah. I, I do think Milwaukee is a problem, fully healthy or not. Uh not to mention the home game might be the game seven in that series might be in a game Kyrie can't play in, right? So that's so amazing. That's so wild, right? But ridiculous. Man, it's crazy how good Kyrie looks after this dude had played <laughs> forever. Like it's yeah, crazy really how seamless it is. After a year and is just doing all the same old stuff. Just his skills are as sharp as ever. They are the Nets are the biggest experiment in just how much top and talent matters because nobody has as much top end talent as they do, but they're never going to be able to play together. They're not going to be able to, you know, go through what lineups work, what rotations work. Now that Durant has been out, now that Kyrie has said he's not getting vaccinated no matter what, they are going to basically not have their big three play together the entire season and just show up in the playoffs and hope it works and <laughs> maybe it will but well kevin durant's that good right it, it, it might work but it's just it really is an experiment in just how much the top end talent matters because they don't have a ton of defensive talent they are going to have zero continuity whatsoever and they're going to be facing like marcus said a, a bucks team that is not only really talented but has maybe the best player mm-hmm. in that series and they've been doing this for years like they're they're yeah yeah. they've been working on the continuity factor that could come into play when it matters i just want to i just want to recognize the blatant disrespect for culture okay you guys talk about the big bad oh the heat too the heat are in that conversation as well the heat too turn the heat the heat's not just under frank vogel's coaching seat okay the heat is all over the Eastern Conference. It's getting too hot for everybody out there that's not in Miami. This Heat team will burn you. Omer, you're seven. Caleb Martin, remember him? Hey, the can other he be on the market? You're seven. Can he be on the market? Like, what, gonna, what's he gonna, going for now if they put him out there? How Bruh. do you think they're going to battle the big Cleveland lineup? Okay. Bruh. You got to have your seven and Bam out of bio out there. They're doing all this without and Bam. Damon. Bam, 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 exactly. Bam came back and looked good. Yeah, of course. Hey, what Bam is with these dudes coming back looking great, right? Like it's I was like, hey, Bam, let's go. You almost forgot about him. Uh, yeah. Spolster's done an unbelievable good? job. That team. Yeah. It, like, I didn't think they had any depth in the first place. Now they're trotting out Caleb Martin, you're at seven. Max, Max Struess has Struess, been great. Yeah. Like, hey, they just, they, they just developed Akbala, guys. Yeah. Duncan they Robinson, them. they developed a couple years ago <laughs> into a, a really good player. Duncan Robinson's been a fraud all year, and it hasn't mattered. It hasn't hurt them. They they played the Warriors, and Steve Kerr was like, this is the greatest job I've ever seen. <laughs> like, what he's doing. <laughs> like, Steve Kerr, I mean, obviously, Spolster's his guy, right? He's on Team USA yeah. together. But he yeah. literally is like, just, they have nobody, right? Then Butler, they, that's the game. Butler hurt his ankle. And he's like, yeah. it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, They're still coming at crazy. you. It's crazy, yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All and, right. And hey, they're, they're still not better than the Bucks. Dangerous though. playoffs too, because they still yeah, got Butler, it. Lowry, Bam, all those guys. DJ. And now they're deeper. Yep. a Absolutely. Tyler Hero no longer sucks, which is good. Yeah. Maybe he's just going to be an every other year kind of thing. So maybe next year, don't invest in Tyler. Tyler Hero. Maybe. But the year after, contract year. All right. Speaking of the Warriors, time for take four. The Splash Bros are splashing once again. Clay Thompson, 21 points. As the Warriors routed James Edwards III's Detroit Pistons. That's, he I can't remember what award, but some, some Michigan Writer of the Year award winner. He's a fraud. He tied. He tied oh, for he the tied? award. Yeah. Wait a second. He's a fraud. What do you mean James tied? <laughs> he tied. He tied. Hey, relax. relax. They should have to play for it. You got to shoot for to play for it. Oh, my God. Relax. That is disappointing. Well, the night, the night was filled with flashes of vintage Splash Brothers, just what the team needs heading down the stretch and into the playoffs. It's the first time Clay Thompson topped the team in scoring since posting 30 points in game six of the 2019 finals. Is that right? Yes. 30 points that night? Goodness. In the third quarter, also, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was also his highest scoring performance so far in his return and best field goal percentage, 46.2%. He is shooting 35.7% from three in five games since returning from a 941-day hiatus. But Clay said after the game, quote, I don't care if I miss 100 shots in a row. I'm never going to stop shooting the ball. Tattoo that on my eyelids. Absolutely, Clay. That is what you need to do. Jay, from one of the best teams in the East to one of the best teams in the West, how great would a Nets-Warriors finals be? And is Clay the key to getting them there? Clay is a key to getting them there. Him coming back and looking as as good as he has is definitely promising. Uh, And yeah, that, that would be an awesome series. Just Kevin Durant against those guys would be spectacular theater. Kyrie uh, wouldn't be able to play in that series though, right? He because can't play in that no, series. I no, 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 no. It, can't you as a visiting no. person? Oh, as a visit. That's right. You can. San Francisco, as a visit, you can. As a can. Yeah, they've got that weird okay, rule. So he, like, he'd yeah. still be able to play at the road games in that series. Yeah. So half he'd the time, to, like, sure to get super the quarantine in. or something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half the time, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, the, the more I think about it, the Nets are just so strange. <laughs> it's just bizarre. <laughs> Just bizarre. But yeah, Clay Clay changes things for the Warriors. And he changes things for Steph. You know, Steph Steph has hit kind of a weird rut for him. He hasn't been himself, but Clay is gonna open things up. It, it hasn't happened instantly, but once Clay gets out there, once Draymond gets out there, everything for Steph opens up. And I think the ease of the buckets is just going to be what changes the most with, with Clay and all the attention he he you know warrants and then they need draymond back we still haven't seen them all together with with draymond and those guys and draymond means everything to them really on both ends of the court his offensive impact isn't discussed nearly enough for how much pressure he takes off steph because when you double it's just like a fast break for draymond and he always makes the right decision yeah marcus what i mean you've seen clay i i feel like the game against the pistons was the first time where Clay looked like, at least from like a style of play, like I feel like he's been trying to do so much off the dribble, and it, and it seemed like this <laughs> Pistons, maybe because it's the Pistons, <laughs> like he was just like, I'll spot freaky. up. I'll just spot up, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's this is such a weird dynamic developing because Clay, it's like he wasn't it's like he wasn't alive during the two and a half years he was off. He was like frozen in a freezer somewhere, right? So he still feels like he's the dude who was dropping 30 on the Raptors in game six. So Clay, like his usage rate is like 34, right? Like Clay's out here like, you know, he, he's getting what offense? Off. He's like, what offense? He's right? been waiting for this yeah. for so long. Oh yeah, my God. so it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, we're gonna we're gonna pull the clay mask off and it's gonna be Dion Waiters under there. Exactly <laughs> right. That's who he's become because he's doing a lot of dribbling, a lot of ISO. He's try, he's playing a lot of bully ball. Like he's trying to get his yeah. shoulder into people, but against the, the, the Pistons, and I, I, that's why I kind of pumped it a little bit. The Pistons are either getting blown out or they're like upsetting somebody. This was clearly a bad Pistons team, right? They they weren't playing yeah. any defense at all. You're down like thirty eight yeah, at the half. It was done. Yeah, like, so yeah. it's like all right, you're gonna get Spencer's, but it was. It was the first time that he was the finisher on offense, where it yeah. was like, you know, we're moving the ball and Clay is the guy on the other end to finish it, where he's been he's been a lot more of a creator. And they've got this weird space where Clay can do no wrong, right? No matter what. Like Clay, yeah. just just get just get yourself back, whatever you do. But at some point, he's going to have to fold into the offense. And that dude, is, yeah. he's not doing it right now. He's just like, hey, man, no. I, just, I just need to feel... He, you know what he's like? He's like Halle Berry in a... In a what's the movie? Catwoman. No, with the movie with Billy Bob Thornton where she pull her, pull her boob out. Monsters was like, Make Ball? me feel good, right? Make <laughs> this Clay, is not where I thought Clay this was just going. Like, Yo, make, Clay, just do whatever you take to feel good. You've had two and a half years. Shoot all you want to shoot. Don't worry about passing, whatever. Just feel good. Just feel like basketball is yours again. When they get past the make me feel good stage, then he's going to have to be part of the offense. And then I think you'll see it. That was wildly upsetting. <laughs> you said Catwoman? Did anybody ever wildly watch that? Upset. I mean, yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. I actually have a Cinephobe episode on Catwoman. Of course you saw it. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was the epic moment in movie history. You know, the, uh, she, for sure. I just kind of wish like, we left that to Hallie. She, she kind of yeah, won an Oscar nah, for well, that scene, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know about for that scene, but she definitely did win an Oscar for that movie. I'm, I'm going to take us back to basketball because, <laughs> please, it, it's it's kind of funny because when I think of Clay, like he should be supremely easy to fit in because he's not a guy who dribbles a lot. He's not a guy who has a ball a lot. But when you think about all the changes they're going to have to make, like it's going to impact Jordan Poole, who had been starting. Already is, yep. Yeah, it, it's going to impact Andrew Wiggins, who won't get as many touches to have his rhythm. It's going to impact a lot of different guys. So as as seamless as it sh- feels like it should be because of just how low maintenance of a star Clay Thompson is, there there's a lot that's going to have to change in, in that little Warriors ecosystem. But know, he ain't low like maintenance gonna, right now. He like no, no. no he's, I feel like I feel like he's gonna drop fifty in the next like two weeks. And until he does it, he's gonna it, have a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. No, until yeah, he does he's it, he's gonna have like thirty five at halftime, and he's gonna be arguing to play more minutes than they're gonna allow him. Yeah. To play. Oh yeah, he's gonna hey, get the hey, minutes restriction so off me. This is funny, Zach. So he hits you know the three at the end of the buzzer of a thirty point game against the Pistons. He hits it like you know. His is you know very Warriors very Steph Clay fake step yeah. left hits the three, he walked 
all the way to the other end of the court. Like, like oh, just ease it up. Yeah, just give him the praise. Like, it was Absolutely. Like against the Pistons in a 30 point win <laughs> yeah. at halftime. He's like, yeah, yo, yeah. all the you way wait to the 941 other days. You get to do all and that. And everybody's stuff. like, yeah, do it all, Clay. That's the, that's the yeah. move. Everybody, absolutely, Clay, get all that love. Every time he does anything, He's turning to yeah. the crowd like, yo, I missed this. Oh, you like, got to soak it in there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. He has 69 shot attempts in 105 minutes so far, which is just Good Lord, that's crazy. He's like oh up there with Joel Embiid for usage rate. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that's hey, they'll just have to live Keep with it for a while. Clay. Keep going, Clay. Right. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Take five, the big surprise. We're officially at the halfway point of the NBA season. Last week, we focused on the big disappointments thus far. And this week, we look at some of the pleasant developments ongoing. How about LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets? Poised to make the playoffs for the first time in six years. We all know about what the Bulls have done, the Warriors, of course, the Cavs, anybody? Obviously, the Grizzlies are in the mix. Marcus, player, team, coach, whatever. What's your big positive surprise thus far in the 2021-2022 season? The one I told you about and and you were hating, you specifically, the Chicago what? Bulls, baby. So I he, told you that this is the biggest I surprise when you. he predicted it to begin with. Right. Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, you you just said the great story, right? Like what's your big surprise thus far? That the Heat are good. The that the Heat are what? number 2. No, just like, no, you're just trying to piss no, me off. All right, all right I'll go. I'll, I'm, I, I'm actually. Oh, this is positive, right? Okay, so I'm going with the yeah. Grizzlies. They, the Grizzlies, okay. they've made the jump, right? And it feels like they're a player away. But like, if you just watch them play, they're not afraid of anybody, and Mm-mm. they've got a bit of dog on them defensively. They can a dog bit? it, right? A they bit? can dog. Yeah. They, they they do go through stretches though where they don't play defense, right? They do kind of get out of themselves. But when they're locked in, and it's usually because Ja was talking trash, and now they got to be mm. like, all right, let's go. But they like so they haven't gotten to the point where it's just nightly. But when they lock in, they are they are tough. To yeah, me, Stephen them being Adams, the three seed is Stephen Adams walking. 
Tony Bradley, 30 feet, was amazing. Job being a competitive maniac is one of my favorite subplots of the season. Like, he's it's yelling great. at little kids on the side of the... Of of the, he said a nine year old was disrespectful for wearing yes. a curry jersey. Yes. Kids nine. Hey, he's they, yelling at little kids. <laughs> he's telling his teammates, "I can fight after after Stephen Adams oh breaks God, it up." That was great. Like John yeah. Morant does not just hey, have a little dog were, in him. They beat the no. Warriors, and he went on Twitter he and was like, "I bet y'all respect us now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude. <laughs> like, like I love this dude, man. Like he's, great, he is wound up. And it's like yeah. he just blacks out when he's in the middle of competition. He almost has, like, and I I do not say this lightly at all. There's like a little bit of Kevin Garnett. Oh, like, okay, I like nut that. job to yeah. him. And yeah. I, I don't say that lightly at all because Kevin Garnett was like one of the craziest Beyond, competitive yeah. weirdos of all no time. No question, right? Yeah, and backed yeah. it up. Jay, who's, that's the key. Yeah, yeah. Jay, who's your big surprise? My big surprise is the Cavs. Like, yeah. <laughs> these dudes are starting Lowry Markkinen at small forward. Before the season, I, I thought there would be zero chance that would work. I I thought they would were destined for a 20-62 and 62 finish. I thought they would be lottery garbage yet again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're really freaking good. Like... Yeah, they could win a playoff series. They don't have enough shot making to really compete in deep in the playoffs, but their defense is great. Mobley is just a game changer for that entire franchise. Darius Garland has more game than I realized, and everyone's just bought in. Like they've lost Sexton, they've lost Ricky. And Sexton Rubio. is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. And Sexton's gone. Rubio's gone. Like and they just and they keep on just plugging away. It. They just keep yeah. on doing it. So just throw Dean Wade in the mix and like, all right, go do. Maybe something. I'm dumb for not seeing that vision in the first place, but no, I don't man. think no, anyone. No, 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 you're not. Like, they're you starting know, three seven you footers. Sleep on you. Will I'll, sleep I'll on take Jenny any chance Osmond, to make fun of you, Jay. What's wrong with you? There was no scene this working. There was no scene. Couldn't possibly work, but JB Bickerstaff. He made. Yeah. He's making it work. He really is I'm making gonna, it work. I'm gonna say Dallas being a top five defense. That is a pleasant surprise. I just didn't. I know we mentioned it earlier in the show, but I just never saw that group competing this way defensively. To where like you're waiting for Luca to pick it up on offense so that they can their offense can start catching up to the defense. Like I never saw that happening. This they year. allow 102.7 points per game. <laughs> like that's. Dallas, yeah. yeah, Dallas is the team you go get your fifty on, right? Like you go, drop, right? It's where Kelly Oubre was struggling, and he dropped forty on Dallas. Like and now they're allowing hundred and two points a game. Yeah. Like, that's like a, the that's idea, wild. the idea that you can't score on Marquise Chris and Maxi Kleber is insane, but they're making it work. And Jason Kidd's defenses had always finished pretty bad, if if I'm not mistaken. Like. He he'd had a yeah, lot of, so, of right? bad finishes yeah. and defensive efficiency. He came in and overhauled. They have the same roster too. It's not like they made it's, crazy yes. changes. I mean Reggie Bullock and stuff, but not like they made like super significant changes. I w- I would have given him credit for that, but I, their offense has just gone the other way. So I I yeah, couldn't include yeah. them in my my top surprise because it's like they're just kind of neutral overall. Well, I'm just going to throw it into the defensive aspect of it because I did, I never saw that team competing defensively the way they have. 
Although, you know, actually, I'm looking. Well, no, I mean, he mind. he did slow them down, right? Like that's part of it. They're sure, yeah, and so, right? like, but also like that can also leave it open to where you know you're gonna leave yourself open to not being able to make up for as many mistakes. You know, I mean, by, are by we surprised that a, a player from the '90s did it? Like, this is the same Mark Jackson. We're gonna slow it down. We're gonna pack the paint. And we, you know, right. what I'm saying like it's a good defensive strategy, like especially for a sure. team with not great yeah. defenders, like it works. It's the way you make guys who can't defend in space by themselves. It's the way you make it better, right? And then you got a couple of guys like Dorian Finney-Smith and Dwight Powell who can just apply pressure, yeah. guard multiple guys, switch a lot. Like it's a it's a you, working formula. Like it's yeah, especially when Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's a pest, right? Yeah, no like question, I don't yeah. know that he's a good defender, but he's a he's a pest that like disrupts a lot. And then you get to the playoffs, and you have a really good defense, and you have Luca. Like, who knows what could happen? You it's know? a good formula, man. Like it, who it, knows? it really works. It, it's it. It Next was smart for happen. them. They're going to get booted in the first round by somebody. <laughs> But they're losing six games. It'll, it'll be, be a fun close. Six but it'll be a yeah. tough six be, games, though, right? No, like, tough six be, games. You wonder, <laughs> all right, what, if they can add one player this offseason, then Luca can get him to the second round and look out. By the way, uh, they still got to bring Kristaps in, so. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Now, you know, baby steps here. That's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Don't forget, subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network, Warriors Plus Minus, Anything is Potable, Down to Dunk, No Dunks, Glue Guys, Sixers Beat, Forum Club, Game Notes, and don't forget... Michelle Beatles' excellent podcast, What Did I Miss? For Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time right here on the, the Athletic Kings NBA Show alive. podcast. The Kings are still alive! <laughs> yeah, I think it's taking a Marlowe away or whatever. <laughs> to go to. I can't believe he chose to die. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.